Welcome back to Faith Over Fear. I am Pastor Vance Mansfield, and we are moving through our series on judgment. Yesterday, we had previously read 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 1. I'm going to read that again. For those of you that may not have heard yesterday's broadcast, I encourage all of you to go back and listen to it or listen to it again. It's called Judgment, Part 2. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1 says, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing. We went through some scriptures in relation to that, and we are going to continue in Daniel chapter 7 and verse 9. So if you have a Bible... Open that thing up and follow along. If you don't, or if you're driving, don't do that. But if you're not driving, do that. Daniel chapter 7 and verse 9. I'm going to start reading. It says, I beheld till thrones were cast down, and the ancient of days did sit, whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head was like pure wool. His throne was like a fiery flame. Now, look at that. His throne was like a fiery flame. That means to shine. A fiery flame. Now, do you remember the scripture that he said, He makes his ministers flames of fire. In Hebrews chapter 1, verse 7, and it said, And of the angels he saith, who maketh his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. His throne was like a fiery flame, and his wheels as burning fire. Verse 10, and a fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousands or thousand thousands ministered unto him. And 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him. The judgment was set and the books were open. Now we're not going to get into the thousand thousands and the 10,000s. Or the, yeah, ten thousands times ten thousands. We're going to do that at a, at a later date. I have a very special guest that I'm going to bring in to actually teach on that, who does a fabulous job of explaining that. So I'm going to bring him in at a later date, and that will be advertised. So make sure that you're signed in to our mailing list so you know when that's going to happen. You won't want to miss it. It said, the judgment was set and the books were open. In Daniel chapter 7, verse 10. Now, what books was he talking about were open? Well, let's look over at Revelation chapter 5, verse 1. And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the backside sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? No man in heaven nor in earth, 
neither under the earth was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I wept much because no man was found worthy to open the book and to read the book, neither to look thereon. And one of the elders saith unto me, Weep not, behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. Daniel chapter 7 verse 11 said, I beheld then because of the voice of the great words which the horn spake. I beheld even till the beast was slain and his body destroyed and given to the burning flame. What is the burning? The ministers are the burning flame. As concerning the rest of the beast, they had their dominion taken away, yet their lives were prolonged for a season and a time. Look at this. In Revelation chapter 20, verse 4, he said, I saw thrones. Now look at this. And they that sat upon them. Remember that throne we read about? To he that overcome will I grant to sit with me on my throne. And I saw thrones and they that sat upon them and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus. Now I'm just going to explain something. We are the body of Christ and he is the head. You cannot be the body and the head. You have got to lose your head. You've got to have it taken off. And I'm going to show you something else here about this. John the Baptist got his head literally cut off. And I've had people ask me that. So, for those of you that have asked me, why was it necessary that John the Baptist lose his head? John was the greatest of all the prophets. The reason that John was the greatest of all the prophets is because of the fact that John got to physically touch and see what all of the prophets prophesied would come. He got to behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. John, Jesus said that John was the greatest of all prophets, but he who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than John the Baptist. John the Baptist was born under law, and he was the authority because he was older. He was six months older than Jesus. So Jesus had to submit to his authority, which meant in actuality that he had to submit to the law that John preached. The law also had to be beheaded so that grace could move in, so that grace could take over. That's why Jesus said, a new law I write unto you, that you love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And I'm, I'm quoting that from like the harmony of the Gospels. 
heart, soul, mind, and strength, and you love your neighbor as yourself. He gave a new law that replaced John's head. You see, he became that head. We've got to lose our head so that they could witness Jesus. So when they see the head, they see his head. For the word of God, and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither received his mark upon their foreheads. Now, there are a lot of people in fear of the RFID chip. They call it the mark of the beast. So since we're in this scripture right now, let's go ahead and address that. They had not worshipped the beast. Now, what is the beast? Have you ever actually wondered what is the beast? If you study that beast out, it, it really just presents itself as the religious system. All of this organized religion is in actuality the beast. And I'm going to be flat honest with you. And I know that I'm going to have some preacher friends that may hear this that might get a little upset. But the only goal of the beast is financial gain. All right. It's it's a business. It's a big business. And it opposes the will of God. That's all it does. So they had not worshipped the beast, neither his image. Neither had received their mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. Now, that's the same place that the seal of God is, is in your forehead. You are sealed by his spirit. What is behind your forehead? Your mind. It's your mind. Now, what's in your hand? The work of your labor. So what your mind believes and your hand brings to pass or enforces or labors for. So if your mind believes what the systems of religion, the beast is preaching and you're supporting it. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. Now, this is another phrase that troubles a lot of people. The thousand years that they live and reign with Christ. Now, there are over a million of you out there that quote, My father owns the cattle on a thousand hills. I have heard that since I was practically born. My father owns the cattle on a thousand hills. All right. If you are in a mountainous region of a state or a territory or providence around the world. There are probably more than a thousand hills within your region. So if God only owns what's on a thousand hills, then he is destitute. He is bankrupt. He's just flat out broke. He should probably get on welfare. But if he, if that phrase does not mean literally a thousand hills, I think all of you will agree that it, it, you're, what you're saying is he owns everything. That the thousand is in actuality eternity, forever. 
They lived and reigned with Christ for eternity. Look what Jesus said in Mark chapter 19, verse 28. Verily I say unto you, that you which have followed me in the regeneration when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of glory, you also shall sit upon twelve thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Look at it. You see this? We're talking about judgment here. Now I want to read a verse from you. Because I know that there are some of you that are still thinking, no, we don't judge. Well, let me, let me show you something. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2, I want you to read this for yourself. Do you not know that the saints shall judge the world? Look at that. Do you not know that the saints shall judge the world? What world? It's the Greek word cosmos. The saints shall judge the cosmos. What is the cosmos? the orderly arrangement, or the decoration. And if the world shall be judged by you, are you unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Know ye not that we shall judge angels? How much more things that pertain to this life? Look at it. So he makes his ministers flames of fire. And the flames of fire. And his throne was like a fiery flame. Uh Uh-oh. That means that he's seated in his ministers. Wheels as burning fire. What are his wheels? You are. You're his transportation vehicle. He travels in you. And you travel in him. Now, I want to read a little bit more out of Revelation chapter 2, verse 26. And he that overcometh and keep my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations. Now, I want you to understand, before you go around telling everyone what you think about them, thinking that you're judging and doing God's work, in you are contained many nations. Maybe some of you have done a DNA ancestry test to find out where your ancestors came from. And if you've taken that test, you may find out that you could have maybe 40 or 50 nations represented inside of you. You have got to start judging those nations that are contained in you. Now, how do you judge those nations that are contained in you? Let's read on a little bit. He shall rule them with a rod of iron. As the vessels of a potter, they shall be broken to shivers. Even as I have received of my father, you judge them by the word of God. Now, that doesn't mean that you read the Bible And however you interpret it, you base your interpretation on someone's lifestyle. That's not what that's saying at all. You judge them by the word that God gives you. So you preach the word and let the word do the judging. See, the fire is in the word. 
That's why the ministers are made flames of fire, because he has written that word in the fleshly tables of your heart. And by writing that on the fleshly tables of your heart, he has also become one with you, and you have become one with him. Therefore, you have become that word. And that word that is in you comes forth out of you, and the word that comes out is the word that does the judging. It judges going in and it judges coming out. That is the judgment of Christ or the anointed one. Now, he shall rule them with a rod of iron and as the vessels of a potter, they shall be broken to shivers. Oh, yeah. All of these diseases that you have inherited from your ancestors all of these things that have been passed down from generation to generation shall be broken to shivers because the word in you is ruling over that death that was passed down from all those generations and from your ancestors. So you can rule over all of those things. There are many people who have told me that their mother has died of breast cancer. So they fear that they're going to die of breast cancer or heart attacks run in their family. Heart attacks don't run in your family. Get rid of that stuff. You don't have to have it. You can get rid of it. You can rule over it with a rod of iron. You can break those curses into shivers. You can totally destroy that. You don't have to accept it. All you have to do is judge it not. Judge it that it is not lining up with the will of God in your life. You sit there on the throne with him and you make the judgment that that is not the word of God. The word of God says you shall live and not die. Not that you are going to go down by some generational curse that was passed down from your ancestors. You shall live and not die. Those things have no power over you. They cannot win. You can absolutely 100% rule over them. You have been given the power and the authority to rule over them. So you do the judgment in your own life and tell those things that they are locked up. Put them back in the pit. Get them out of you. You don't have to accept that. We will pick this study up again tomorrow at 6 o'clock a.m. Central Time. 6 o'clock a.m. Central Time. If you are brand new to this podcast, go make sure to subscribe to our channel, like our channel, share our channel, do everything you can to help us get this message of freedom, this message of deliverance, this message of the kingdom of God out to all of the world. Help us do that. I'm, I'm asking you for your help. All you have to do is share it. That's it. Just share it. Tell your friends about it and be a part of our, our show here, our episode. We pray that these podcasts continue to bless you and be a blessing to you and your family. If you have any questions 
write to me, pastorvancemansfield.com. Go to the website, send me an email, write to me. I want to hear from you. I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear your story. If you've been hurt in a church or been kicked out of a church or wounded, send that to me. I want to hear about it. You are the person that God has called to come out from among them. Don't let those people wound you. You judge that hurt in your own life as it does not line up with the will of God. I pray that your rest of your day and the rest of your week is blessed abundantly. And until tomorrow, I'm Pastor Vance Mansfield, and God bless you.